0: The Service of Matins for the 14th Sunday after Trinity, September 13, 2020. The opening hymn is LSB 873, Christ Whose Glory Fills the Skies.
1: Whose glory fills the skies Christ the true and only light Son of righteousness arise Triumph o'er the shades of night day spring from on high be near day star in my heart appear Dark and cheerless is the morn unaccompanied by thee joyless is the day's return till thy mercy's beams I see till they inward light impart glad my eyes and warm my heart Is it then this soul of mine, pierce the gloom of sin and grief, fill me radiance divine, scatter all my unbelief, more and more thyself display, shining to the perfect day. Service of Matins, LSB, page 219. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. Praise to you, O Christ. Hallelujah. The Lord has sanctified us in the true faith. O come, let us worship him. O come, let us sing to the Lord. The deep places of the earth are in his hand. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hand formed the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. As it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. The Lord has sanctified us in the true faith. Oh, come, let us worship him. Our psalm is the entrant appointed for this day. Verses from Psalm
0: 84.
1: Behold our shield, O God. Look on the face of your anointed. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, yes, faints for the courts of the Lord. Blessed are those who dwell in your house ever singing your praise. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Behold our shield, O God, look on the face of your anointed, for a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. Office Hymn, LSB 696, O God, My Faithful God. O God, my faithful God, true fountain ever flowing, without whom nothing is, all perfect gifts bestowing. Give me a healthy frame, and may I have within free from blame, a soul unstained by sin. Grant me the strength to do with ready heart and willing whatever you command, my calling here fulfilling. That I do what I should While trusting you to bless The outcome for my good For you must give success Keep me from saying words That later need recalling Guard me lest idle speech May from my lips be falling But when within my place I must and ought to speak Then to my words give grace Lest I offend the weak Lord, let me win my foes with kindly words and actions, and let me find good friends for counsel and correction. Help me as you have taught to love both great and small, and by your Spirit's might to live in peace with all. Let me depart this life confiding in my Savior. By grace receive my soul that it may live forever. And let my body have a quiet resting place within a Christian grave, and let it sleep in peace. And on that final day, when. Stretch out your mighty hand, my deathly slumber breaking, and let me hear your voice. Redeem this earthly praying, and bid me to rejoice with those who love your name.
0: reading from Proverbs, the fourth chapter. Hear, my son, and receive my words, that the years of your life may be many. I have taught you the way of wisdom. I have led you in the paths of uprightness. When you walk, your step will not be hampered, and if you run, you will not stumble. Keep hold of instruction, do not let go. Guard her, for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it, do not go on it, turn away from it, and pass on. For they cannot sleep unless they have done wrong. They are robbed of sleep unless they have made someone stumble. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day. The way of the wicked is like deep darkness. They do not know over what they stumble." My son, be attentive to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. A reading from Galatians, the fifth chapter. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. A reading from Luke, the 17th chapter. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers, who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Your faith has made you well. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. The Common Responsory
1: on page 221. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells.
0: Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The last time I preached on Proverbs, I commented on how the book of Proverbs easily lends itself to morality preaching. It's extremely tempting for a preacher to take these words of Solomon and drive them down the road of, this is what you are to do and not to do. In other words, these words lend themselves easy to preach the law and not so easy to preach the gospel. Added to this day, uh, Trinity 14, the gospel text is the healing of the lepers in Luke. All ten cry for mercy, and only one comes back to give thanks. This gospel text is also appointed in our lectionary when one observes the day of Thanksgiving, where again it's often thrown down the path of simple moral living preaching heavy on the law. This one Samaritan was the only one to give thanks, and so should you. Be like him, not like the nine. Now, Proverbs itself is an interesting book that takes much time and effort to study and discern rightly. It takes more than a 15-minute sermon to do that. But now remember when Solomon began to reign as king over Israel, God came to him at night and told Solomon, Ask what I shall give you. Now all Solomon asked for was wisdom to rule God's people. In humility he asked, Give your servant an understanding mind to govern your people, that I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to govern this, your great people? And to this request, God said, Because you have asked this, and have not asked for yourself long life or riches or the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right, behold, I now do according to your word. Behold, I give you a wise and discerning mind, so that none like you has been before, and none like you, or none shall arise after you. In the wisdom of God, given to Solomon, He writes the first nine chapters of Proverbs by dividing them into ten sections. Each of these sections is an admonition addressed to my son. So you have ten sections of teaching that are to remind of the Ten Commandments, which are really expositions on the Ten Commandments, and all of these are directed by wisdom. It really helps to know that wisdom in the book of Proverbs is Jesus, the Word of God. In confirmation with the seventh graders this past week, we talked about the depth of Hebrews 11, verse 1. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For what do we hope? Forgiveness of sins, everlasting life, eternal salvation, and the grace of God. Faith is certain of these very things. Can you see any of them? No. You can see someone engage in the fruit of forgiving acts, but you cannot actually see forgiveness. You cannot see everlasting life or eternal salvation, but faith is convinced, firm and sure that these things are gifts of God. Then in wisdom, Paul writes, faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. How does faith come? How is faith given? How is faith strengthened? Through the very word of God, Christ himself, the word who created all things, The Word who is God, the Word who became flesh and dwelt among us, the Word who died for you, declaring it is finished. Payment for sin is made, forgiveness is won. This is how God works. This is how God has always worked. He speaks, and He has given man the ability to hear, comprehend, and speak back. Mankind is the only created being that can actually use words to communicate back and forth. It is part of being made in God's image God is present where his word is, and we must understand that his word is Jesus Christ. Did he not say, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. Brothers and sisters, united in baptism to our brother Christ Jesus, we lovingly call God our Father. Now read from our text from Proverbs, hearing Jesus as divine wisdom and God speaking to us his beloved children. And what do you hear? Hear, my son, receive my words, that the years of your life may be many. Brothers and sisters in Christ, if you, as you have received Christ, the years of your life are not just many, they are eternal. Death is destroyed for you. While these words speak of eternal realities, they also speak to our temporal life. There are two paths, two ways. There is God and not God. There is the way of life and the way of death. It all seems so simple, right? But these words are hard to hear, especially by Christians. The experience of life does not always seem to jive with the promise of God as we see it on this earth. Sometimes those who are foolish follow a path that leads to death, and some are easy to see, like drugs, alcohol, anger, lies, and violence. There are even times when the wise avoid these many activities of self-destruction, and for a time will preserve their lives. Then there are those times that just don't seem to make sense, those times where we see the path of not-God, death, and the path of God, life, clash in horrific ways. Events such as 9-11 are on the minds and the memories of many this past week. But those are not the only times the heart of flesh questions and cries out, How is this wise, O God? How is this fair? We see innocent children die at a young age, or healthy individuals killed in accidents, or are targets of unexplained violence. This is where faith sees most clearly. The eyes of flesh is only assured of what is seen. It looks at sinners in a sinful world and concludes, Bad things happen that make no earthly sense, therefore God doesn't care. God doesn't exist, or maybe he just doesn't love me, or I haven't done enough. Brothers and sisters in Christ, the wisdom of God is beyond earthly sight. The true wisdom of God is not simply to know how to live in careful and sensible fashion. It is more, the wisdom of God is Christ and Him crucified. The cross makes no earthly sense. God Himself is crucified for the sake of those who sin against Him. His wise plan for the sake of humanity was to redeem you back from sin and death, paying for your sins against Himself by shedding His own blood. His wisdom, Jesus Christ, preserves your life beyond this mortal veil. His word is everlasting, and those things for which you hope, forgiveness and life eternal with him in his kingdom, by faith in his word, through his word, by his word, are given to you as your possession forever by the infinite grace of God. Faith doesn't go by what it sees. It hears and receives the word of God. Faith confesses with Peter in the face of all troubles and trials and nonsensicalness of life. Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Instead of leaning on our own clouded feelings or trusting in our own ideas of wisdom, we hear and receive the words of God himself. His word is sure and unchangeable. He didn't change it to remove himself from the cross and the way of death for you. Why would he change it today in light of the various cultural situations happening to you today? For your sake, his wisdom, his wise instruction is not given in visions or dreams, but in his word of scripture. So when Solomon says, hold on to instruction, he means that we should be constantly learning from God's word, submitting to instruction. Faith runs to and finds itself where the scriptures are taught. Home study is good, but it cannot be the only way to be fed. The scriptures were not meant to be simply read alone. The sinful nature twists God's word into all sorts of man-made wisdom. And so Hebrews exhorts, "...let us draw near with a true heart, in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water." Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. As baptized Christians and brothers and sisters, this is why we exhort and encourage with God's wise words to help each other as much as we are able to stay on the path of life, because there is another path, the path of the wicked, the path of not God. You cannot follow both the path of wisdom and the path of evil. Jesus said, whoever is not with me is against me, and no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. But even hearing these words, we still like to try, don't we? Sure, we want to be Christians, but we don't want to be too obsessed. We need to live a little, right? Or at least that's what our sinful flesh likes to think. It's not really living or enjoying life to dabble in the path of wickedness, but it may feel that way to us sometimes. So Solomon warns, do not walk on the path of evil. Avoid it. Don't even pass by it. That is to say, do not even go near it to catch a glimpse. Take an example from Solomon's father David. When the eyes see and the heart long, soon enough the actions follow. When we look and stare and imagine what it would be like to do this or that, soon enough we will be doing it. If you watch your friends indulge in the ways of the flesh, they may seem to enjoy themselves very much. You may wish you could enjoy yourself that way. But wisdom says that such enjoyment is fleeting and shallow. Moments of pleasure followed by years of regret or even an eternity of suffering. This is not to say that enjoyment itself is wrong. Wisdom sees the value in enjoying the blessings of God in this life. But wisdom also sees that God has set in place instruction to tell you which pleasures are against His design for life. He identifies things that may seem good at the moment but lead to destruction. Faith hears the wisdom in the Word of God. He created life and He knows best how to live it. Do not be deceived. Foolish people do not always go around moping in sadness. In this life, they often feel happy and fulfilled, while you may sometimes feel sadness and experience difficult struggles. While you may have to feel the weight of a cross in this life, Christ has known the eternal weight of the cross on your behalf. In this wisdom, while your your crosses and trials are hard in this life and bear down heavily upon your flesh, faith knows. We do not lose heart. Though our outer nature is wasting away, our inner nature is being renewed day by day. For this light, momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Do not be deceived. Even the wicked have their own sacraments. They find their own kind of spiritual fulfillment within themselves or things of this world. Solomon calls these things the bread of wickedness and the wine of violence. With these things, they who follow not God, the wicked, seek to lure others into their way of life as if they must convert others to their religion. They must trick others as if to show how much smarter they are. Or they must feel the thrill of getting away with something or the pleasure of corrupting the innocent. They must bring others down so that they need not feel less righteous. They need others to share in their gossip, revel in their lies, and drink the poison of their woke agenda. These are the spiritual sacraments for which they hunger. Brothers and sisters, faith seeks only the sacraments of God. He has bread that removes all wickedness because it is the body of his Son. He has wine that covers and forgives all violence because the atoning sacrifice for the world is his own shed precious blood. Faith doesn't seek to be more righteous than others. Instead, it receives righteousness from Christ Jesus through His Word, spoken, joined with water, bread, and wine. While the foolish stumble in the dark, the wise sing in thanksgiving to God, Your Word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So you need not seek out all the pleasures you can grasp in this life. God has planned an eternity of joy and blessing for you, including but not limited to the innumerable gifts He showers upon you in this life. He is life and healing that cannot come from any earthly health care. He has given healing to your body that shall defy death so that even if you die you will rise again. He has given you life in His Word that never ends. He is wisdom that does not come from the earthly minds of men. Philosophies and wise men come and go. Gurus last for a time. Pop psychology may persuade many. Fads of lifestyle and culture pass quicker than the seasons. But the word of God remains forever. In this word you have been baptized, and with this word you are fed. With those eyes of faith, Christ crucified body and blood stand here for you. As you eat his dear body and drink his precious blood... You hear from the Lord's own word of wisdom. Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds. In Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. We continue with the Todeum, LSB, page 223.
1: We praise you, O God, we acknowledge you to be the Lord. All the earth now worships you, the Father everlasting. To you all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To you cherubim and seraphim continually do cry. Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of your glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise you. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise you. The noble army of martyrs praise you. The Holy Church throughout all the world does acknowledge you. The Father of an infinite majesty, your adorable true and only Son. Also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. You are the King of glory, O Christ. You are the everlasting Son of the Father. When you took upon yourself to deliver men, you humbled yourself to be born of a virgin. When you had overcome the sharpness of death, you opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You sit at the right hand of God, In the glory of the Father, we believe that you will come to be our judge. We therefore pray you to help your servants whom you have redeemed with your precious blood. Make them to be numbered with your saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save your people and bless your heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify you. O Lord, in you have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Lord,
0: as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, hear my prayer, and let my cry come to you. O Lord, keep your church with your perpetual mercy, and because of our frailty we cannot but fall. Keep us ever by your help from all things hurtful, and lead us to all things profitable to our salvation. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray for the whole Church of God in Christ Jesus, and for all people according to their needs. Almighty God, we give you thanks for the innumerable blessings you have bestowed on us especially for the revelation of your will and grace in true wisdom, Jesus Christ our Lord. Preserve for your church the pure doctrine of your saving word. Raise up pastors to preach repentance and the forgiveness of sins in Christ's name. And fill all your baptized children with your spirit to receive your words of life with thanksgiving, bearing the fruits of your spirit. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In your mercy, remember the enemies of your church. Grant them repentance and amendment of life, that they would know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and be joined to the communion of your saints. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. To all those who have returned to school, give diligence in their studies, respect towards their teachers, and a desire to grow in knowledge. Keep students, teachers, and staff safe from every danger. Bless especially the schools, universities, and seminaries of our synod and the schools of Grinnell. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We give thanks for our president, for our national and state governments, and for our judges. We pray that they would defend and protect life from the womb to the grave. We give thanks also for all those whose duty it is to protect and serve in our communities. Watch over them as they carry out their duties and protect them and us from violence and every ill. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O merciful Father in heaven, from you comes all rule and authority over the nations of the world for the punishment of evil doers and for the praise of those who do well. As the election cycle comes to its final weeks in the United States, grant to all candidates humility to serve for your glory and for the good of your people. Give the people of this land wisdom to vote and to make decisions according to your word and will. Grant all true humility after the likeness of your only Son, that we may never be arrogant and prideful, and thus provoke your wrath, but in all lowliness be made partakers of the gifts of your grace. To those who are elected, enlighten and defend them. Grant them wisdom and understanding, that under their peaceable governance your people may be guarded and directed in righteousness, quietness, and unity protect and prolong their lives, that we with them may show forth the praise of your name. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We implore you to visit the shut-in, the lonely, the despairing, the sick, the suffering, the homebound, the grieving, and all who stand in need, especially Carmen, Susan, Randy, Marvin Carstens, Zoe, and those we name in our hearts. Whatever their trials, have mercy on them and comfort them with the knowledge that nothing can separate them from the love you have for them in Christ. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, you have promised to send your holy angels to guard and keep your children. We thank and praise you for the gift of life and for the protection and care you have provided as Diana and Amber celebrate their birthdays. Grant that they may grow in grace. Continue to know your loving kindness. Abide in the confession of your care and protection. Serve you faithfully all the days of their life, and finally come to the fullness of your joys in heaven. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Although we are worthy of none of the things for which we pray, we ask that you would grant them all to us by grace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
1: LSB
0: 689, Let me be thine forever.
1: Let be thine forever, my faithful God and Lord. Let me forsake thee never, nor wander from thy word. Lord, do not let me waver, but give me steadfastness. Such grace forever, Thy holy name I'll bless, Lord Jesus, my salvation, my light, my life, divine, my only consolation. O make me holy thine, for thou hast dearly bought me with blood and bitter pain. Let me, since thou hast sought me eternal life, Enter and guide. Grant that in Jesus' merit I always may confide Him to the end confessing whom I have known by faith. Give me thy constant blessing and grant a and uh